0: Evening guys, um, welcome to this week's Chasing Powers episode, um, as ever, obviously joined by uh, Craig, alright?
1: I'm not bad mate, how are you?
0: Lovely, yes, not bad, not bad mate, thank you. Um,
1: I'm, sorry, I've done two episodes already in the past three days, so I'm giving you the floor for this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm honoured mate, I'm honoured, um, especially the guests we've got, I so I'm honoured to uh, host it this week. Um, obviously, we're we concentrating on the Fortinet Championships this week. Um, obviously, yeah. formerly the Safeway Open of like 14 years. Um, it's handed it over to the Fortinet this year. Um still the same.
1: PG Tour, PG tour um, golf is back already.
0: Yeah, already. I know, we've only had a two-week break. And yeah, we're back at it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's what, what, what I love personally. So it should be good. Um, still at Silverado Resort this week, so at least we've got a lot, lot to go off this week. Um, unlike the European Tour, where we're at a brand new course, which is why I'm leaving that alone personally. Um, I might yeah. chuck
1: out, I might chuck out one or two, maybe three we'll yeah, or
0: two. I, uh, I got a couple of names that I've got a, a couple, couple of quid on, uh, but I'll say we'll, we'll go into that really later on in the show. We will. Um, Wentworth, what do you, do you think of that? Good week.
1: Apart from the picks, I mean, yeah. that was great. That was a great week and a, a very likable winner in Billy Horse show. Um It's hard not to like him, actually. Um, mm, really consider-
0: is, mate. Is yeah. The 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 crowd love him. You know, what I mean, he's adopted a, an English football team. Um, <laughs> he's, he interacts with the crowd. Is yeah. He, he's a really likable character. He is it um, was a proper up your stricker round as well, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean that's yeah. probably that that's probably why I liked it so much, to be honest. Mm. Uh, and um uh, nice to see Kira Barn Barnwrap playing well again.
0: Yeah, really good, mate. I mean, he got his tour card, obviously the week before. Um obviously came into it with really good spirits, the same with like Bazad out as well. Um and yeah, great to see him do well. Um be interesting to see him play more and more on the on the PGA this year, see how he gets on. Um yeah. Yeah, hoping for a good one. Yeah, definitely. Um and obviously without further ado, um, our guest this week, um, no other than uh, Jeff Feinberg. Um, welcome, mate. Really appreciate your time this week.
2: Oh, happy to join you boys. New new season. Not much of new an off season, season but yeah. PGA is back. It's it's weird. I don't really think of the season as actually starting till like the actual new year in January. Mm-hmm. But yeah. We're here, new season, uh, so swing season, chance for big winners.
0: Yeah, we've saying just off air, wasn't we? It's a shame that John Rahms turned up and kind of <laughs> not sporty. Obviously, he hasn't won it yet, but you know, I mean, he, he, I mean, clear favorite. Obviously, you can see why, um, the way he drives the golf ball as well, which will help him round here. Um, but I, I, I generally think it is a, a chance to pick some really big, really big numbers this week. I do.
2: Yeah, I mean, the last two years we've had um, a lot of big winners mm-hmm. uh, here in Sync and in Champ, and honestly, it's a course that we've been to so many times. You can sort of figure out the profile and the winning score. Mm-hmm. It is a real shame that Rom needs to play.
0: Yeah. What
1: is he? Uh, is he like ninety-two favorites
2: this week? Not,
0: not ninety-two. Yes, he is, um, and <laughs> down down to four to ones now. Oh, he is. Fucking hell.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's uh, Tiger Woods territory, isn't it? In his hay. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is. Um Jeff, I mean, b- before we go on obviously you don't don't need much introduction yourself, but you've just obviously informed the viewers obviously um how you got into it, obviously what you're best known for, obviously on Twitter and um just y- your general week by week really, um what you do for the golf
2: game. Uh yeah, so I guess the long and short of it is I work sort of behind the scenes in sports, radio and television Mm -hmm. here in Canada at a couple of the major networks over the years. And um, I guess just, you know, behind the scenes, I met uh, Pat Mayo and I guess, you know, we've ended up doing a show together for, for many years. But we started doing golf podcasts, golf tipping podcasts. I don't know before I guess Mayo was smart enough to, we would talk about it in the office. We'd make bets. We would almost do the podcast without actually doing the podcast. Like I'm sure you guys have done many a times mm. over, over pints before you finally hit record and you know where you guys are. Lots of people are talking uh, football uh, with passion and excitement uh, and no one was really doing that with golf and especially with golf betting is very dry mm-hmm. and boring and, Mayo was smart enough to see, like, no, golf betting is just at the beginning, golf tipping. And from the DFS standpoint, that, he, you know, that there's a lane here that's far less crowded than, um, you know, at least in, in North America, American football or baseball conver- uh, con- conversation and. I don't know we 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 hit a nerve and we got lucky and we've been kind of doing the show for years and
0: yeah it's it's took it's took off it it, it is a really great show um, if people haven't ever listened to it um it, it is really really good ironically
2: it? It, we are we you know cuz Pat is a very busy man and he mm-hmm. uh you know this time of year American football is i guess the more important than uh for tonight or these other swing season events <laughs> yeah, yeah. where um Pat and I do a weekly American football show and we get back to doing our weekly PGA tour, you know, first look at a betting board Monday morning show, uh, in the new year I- in January. Okay. Um, but until then I, I, my weekly golf picks will be up at odds checker. Mm. I'll still be breaking that down in the swing season. So yeah, I mean, golf, it's not, I mean, it's, it's nonstop. So well, sometimes I find that it's exhausting the schedule, I, I, the fact, that it feels like we had two weeks without an actual event to bet despite you know the tour championship was its own weird little thing especially from betting that uh, i don't know two weeks i feel good and refreshed and was excited to see odds come out today
0: it it was it it was weird last monday not previewing a a pga tour event it was um so myself obviously normally looks deeper into the pga tour whereas craig does european tour um so yeah it was strange not going into it last week um just makes monday mornings feel weird it does when you've not got golf to to preview doesn't it it's uh but yeah it, it's good to get good to give it back it does um and to get a course where we, we, we can delve into so much course form as well um and as you said we can form a picture of the guys that do well here um or at least attempt to you know um so yeah, as I mate, really appreciate your time coming on. Um, hopefully we can obviously talk through a few. Hopefully, preview uh, over the winner as well, which will always, always be good. It will
2: always, always fun. The final.
0: <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: sorry, can I just quickly button? Um, yeah, you I, I think I, I think it's a poor connection on mine that kind of maybe cut out a bit thirty seconds. So just as Jeff was speaking, if you. You, you probably already said but uh how did you get into the all the odds checker um odds checker u.s stuff uh
2: yeah i i mean to be perfectly honest that is just something that came along after um uh, you know just been had been doing the pat stuff for a few years and odds mm. checker is trying to expand their footprint in the states and uh, you know, they just hit me up and and I do the videos for them and it's easy for me, it's fun for me and like a lot of people, oddschecker was a site that I was using long before, um, long before they hit me up, especially for majors, because as golf fans, yeah, I got the majors on my mind 12 months a year, and I'm silly, like it could be as silly as just seeing something you like in a play early in the year. And I'm not saying I'm going to bet that player, but I just like seeing where the market is on that player. And maybe when it does come time to make a move, I'll have just a better awareness of, of what I probably missed or, or what I am gaining. So I always like those odds checker grids. And I mean, we don't, the majors are the only things you could do downrange, but you know once Monday comes and the odds checker puts out their grids, I don't know. I mean it's probably the site I visit the most as I'm trying to mm. make my bets, find the best number possible. I didn't even mean to turn this into commercial for odds checker. I apologize. No,
0: no, no. So I, it, I like it, it, it. It's actually strange. We've had now we've had the you know what I mean. We've had you writing for odds checker over obviously in in US side. Um, and we've also had, you know, I mean an odds Checker guest on from the UK that you know I mean, in like Nile Lyons that um yeah. writes for them over here. It's so great. Yeah. yeah, it's kinda it's kinda of good to get both both sides of it, yeah.
1: Uh, and uh, and odds is the first place I go to anyway to, yeah. to look at what the best prices are. So no,
0: nah, it's a great site. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um sorry before we go into the Fortinet, obviously I know that um, we spoke about it off air, Jeff. Um, but obviously it's just just interesting to hear you, your views on sort of the Ryder Cup sort of things. Obviously with Billy Horschel winning, um, apparently not getting a phone call from Steve Stricker to obviously telling him he didn't make it. Um, obviously the, he had a lot of captain's picks this year. Um, what, what do you kind of think this year going into
2: it in a couple of weeks' time? Um, I mean, I guess the European picks are fresh of mind and, I'm not surprised with the decisions that they made. It was quite wild, the permutations that were going on throughout the weekend as to who could make it, who wasn't going to make it. Um, And, you know, Rose being the odd man out, I'm not not surprised. Poulter was a lock. Shane Lowry was an absolute lock. And Sergio just played in the Tour Championship on the hardest tour on the planet. Like, that's it. He made it to Eastlake on the greatest tour on planet Earth. That's enough. Mm. Europe, team Europe can't afford not to take someone who just was good enough to make Eastlake. as great as Rose is, um th- if that was the decision, you know, while the scoring might turn out differently, I believe that was the right one., uh, the Americans, yeah, there's some you know banter and controversy. Sometimes I find myself rooting. For Patrick Reed but if they felt leaving him off gave them the best chance to win yeah. um that's all that really matters and I don't mean to besmirch you guys and I told you off air I've never not bet Europe before I'm yet yeah. profitable I love you guys I got a I got a scar on my knee from like oh, Doing this headfirst dive after Rose's putt at Medina, so <laughs> I'm in like for life. I'm on your team, but I think for three uh, days next week—that's week, a great story I, to be honest. For three Sorry, days that's a great next week, yeah, no, I went nuts. I went nuts. Like I was so happy. I I'm. A, that was such a cool putt and his reaction and against Phil, who at the time yeah. really annoyed me. Now I like him more (laughs) as he's become more of this – it's funny, you want a major. But I don't know. He's become more of like this mascot of the tour. I don't mean that in like a going to a baseball game mascot sort Mm. of sense. But, yeah, nonetheless. So I'm always loyal, but I I think this time – I even knew I was stepping in front of trouble when I made my bet for Hazeltine on you guys. I I, I think this one's going to be much like that, though, and I think I'm stepping – with the other side and I'm I'm naive enough to think Stricker's Had a mulligan and a half In making his roster because I'm sad to say I am anticipating a potential Overwhelming of Of the American of, yeah. of the European
0: team It's a it's a it's a very Demand obviously we know we Straits. Obviously it's a tough golf course you know what I mean it's a Very off the tee Demanding track you know what I mean and I mean, you you guys have got you know what I mean DJ. You've got okay. If Brooks is fit, you've got a Brooks. You've got JT. Um, you've got Xander. You've got Scheffler. You've got some but unreal no, drivers of the golf ball. The yeah, fee now. Um,
2: and okay. to be clear, I'm Canadian, so they're not technically my my team. I've been happy to ride <laughs> with you know as a Commonwealth member uh, the the European side for for many. Many of Ryder Cups again. I've never made a US bet in this event. I, I'm if if the US goes down, I will um, I'll I'll be I'll lose a lot because it's gonna cost a lot to bet them. It seems.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sure we'll we'll have you back on, mate. I think if <laughs> if, if Europe
2: do it, if, we'll, if, uh... <laughs> if this US if this US team on that golf course can't beat a, this European team. Um, then they may as well start looking to the Corn Fairy for for twenty twenty four. Like they need what I you know people are like the Kisners and the Nas. Yeah. Like sure, because I yeah. I'm totally like not for those guys on the team. But mm. if they lose this one, I will never give an opinion <laughs> again on on who they should take because they could essentially go to the college the co- the collegiate amateur ranks because mm. they could. There's nothing at this point If they can't win this one on this course With the 12 they're sending Versus the 12 they're up against mm.
1: uh, so, Sorry Jeff um, what, what, what do you think um, The final score would be uh, Because I've said I've I, I done an American uh, Picks podcast with a fellow American and I put out There saying I think it would be 16-12 To the Americans so
2: I'm um, just interested. What do you think? Yes, that was probably like, you know, if I am thinking about a pretty one-sided win, it probably starts at 16-12 because 15-13 seems too close. Oh, Even shit. though we just saw that in the Solheim, I think the final was 15-13. It wasn't as close as 15-13. Like from go, that thing was on Europe. Um Uh, For the European ladies, who are bigger underdogs than the than the than the men, so it's pretty wild. Like I even said, you guys off air, this thing's gonna start. Hatton's gonna roll in a thirty footer. Fleetwood's (laughs) gonna roll like chipping, and American's gonna miss like the half point, the half the hole from from eight feet high. Yeah, and then all of our heads, (laughs) either the either the hardened American golf fan who's just you know, with pride, or someone like me who's not even from America, but's gonna wager, our heads are gonna start spinning. Like, oh my god, like it's happening, you know. Uh, again, mm. but yeah, I, this would be a really ugly one for us to get away. And with no disrespect to Europe, it feels like it's one last. This group, sort of outside of Rose, who was on the bubble, it's like one last hurrah for about these four or six guys that have done yep. this together for so, so long.
0: Yeah. And, I, can, I can agree with that. That's, you know I mean, it's not disrespectful. I think I think a lot of people think that, and yeah, I they think deserve, of-
2: they deserve to all go. And you wish there was almost room for them to take Rose in some way. Cause he shouldn't be not part of this last dance. Despite. Yeah. I just made the case as to why he isn't and no disrespect to any particular individual. But there were no young European golfers who demanded their spot on this team. No one, no one forced Padraig's hand in any way. It was almost a very disappointing summer uh, because going into the summer, you looked at the standings and you're like, someone could barnstorm this thing. Like, there's lots of time for some young European to get hot and take a spot. Honestly, nobody did. Nobody It it looked
1: like McIntyre at one point. It looked like Guido at one point. It looked like, I don't know, Victor Perez at one point. I mean, they've all just fell off.
2: They didn't do anything to make the case. They didn't do anything to put Padraig in a position where he's going to be like, I'm not just going to bring back this old guard. Like, (laughs) I got no other choice. And you're absolutely right. Five weeks ago, a month ago. I thought for sure, Bob, like Robert McIntyre, be it Course Fit or like that young European that you so often like to bring along. Nah, doesn't deserve it. I'm sorry, doesn't nah. deserve it.
0: No, nah, that, that that's true. And, and and you say experience is everything, isn't it, in the Ryder Cup? I mean, but as I say, I can't see anything other than an American win, fortunately. Um, but we we will see. Hey, eh? we will see. Um, that's for a conversation down the road. Um. Just going into this week, um, I hate to cut that short, but sorry, going into this week, obviously we're we're at the Fortinet Champs, um, we're at the North Course at Silverado Resort um, at Napa Valley in California, par 72 course, um, 7,123 yard course, um, consisting of three par 4s, sorry, four par 3s, 10 par 4s and four par 5s. Um, Craig what did you kind of look for this week um, in sort of your your model that you, you shaped your bets around
1: mm. Tricky one it's obviously I always find it tricky to kind of put the finger on whether it being the first event again of the season yeah. I
0: don't know about you
1: guys but
0: So we, we, we've kind of had you know what I mean we had Cam Champ win here in twenty nineteen and Kevin Tway that kind of you know what I mean that that hit that hit a good long ball. Um rely on making a couple of puts, but rely on really um, bombing it down there as far as possible. You know what I mean? We've had Brendan Steele win here, um, that relies on more accurate, good, good putting records. Yeah, we not won it back twice. to back in twenty seventeen and twenty sixteen. Um then last year we had we had Stuart Sink, you know what I mean? Like okay, he found um, he found a lot off the tee last year. You know what I mean. He, he was clearing 300 yards regularly last year. Um, but he's he's really known for you know what I mean fairways, greens, um, and being good on them. Um, so it, it it does really reward two two types of golfers. I I think this golf course that's what brings the big the big odds into play. Um, would you agree there, Jeff?
2: Yeah, it's a really fun tournament to bet not specifically you know the former safeway open i just love golf courses where you know we see the past winners and you see um a cam champs name and a ryan moore's name on the same list i like that it allows you to you know pick through multiple lanes and and you don't um it doesn't necessarily kill off anybody um, so I like this and and you've seen the guys that hit it long. They're not afraid of the rough. It's really hard. You got to be really offline to find the trees. Uh, the rough isn't that penal and you hope to get a spike, a spike putter. And even the big hitters, they could tee it down and they're still coming in with a wedge. So who drives the ball? Fantastic. Who do you trust with that hundred and 120 yard club in their hand? Because. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. There's not a par four over 150 yards. So these guys, every yeah. every second shot here yeah. is is, you know, they they, they don't need to. Uh, if you trust their ability to take advantage of the par fives, that's the only long iron they have to pull all week. Are, are yeah. on those par fives. Um, well, yeah, the, the you know, five, I, I imagine. I think, I think,
0: I think the longest. Sorry, I I, th- I think the longest par 5 this week it it's like 575, you know what I mean, which you know what I mean, it's it's not that long is it at all.
2: So yes. par 5 scoring I think is important and like opportunities gained, but it's really mm-hmm. uh there are a couple guys that I'm looking at that I'll bet to sort of take that Brendan Steele approach and just throw darts yes. all week and we talked about a couple of them off air. And we'll get to them, I'm sure. And then there are guys that you're just gonna bet to that you just hope they rip driver and spike putter, and okay. and that's what you gotta you gotta bet on.
0: Yeah, so, I completely so just agree. To
2: answer, so just to
1: answer your question, Jamie. Uh, yeah, I I kind of agree with you with what you said earlier about obviously. Fantastic quality, well, uh, yeah. good, good greens and regulation, tea degree, stuff like that. Um, greens
2: and regulation, though, like I imagine this event will have one of the highest percentages of the year. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I yeah. This is also an event where you don't even care about scrambling, because if my guy's scrambling, yeah. he's not winning a resort course 20 under race. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. That's why a lot of, I mean, I, they're... You know, the between the Corn Ferry rookies who I don't really have the balls to bet, but I always believe they come into these sorts of an, a, events ready to win because like week in, week out on that Corn Ferry, you gotta score twenty two under or something to That's win. True. Like you gotta have your head down making nonstop birdies for pretty much four days uh to win on these resort courses. They play them a lot. Uh and this is one of them, in my opinion, on the PGA tour. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I say you, you talk about greens in reg, you know what I mean? Like, Stuart Singh ranked first for greens in reg last year. Um, Cam Champ in 2019 um, ranked tied tied 12th. Um, and Kevin Tway the year before that tied ninth for greens in reg. I mean, all all hitting sort of 75% or more greens in that week. Um, so it, it clearly makes due that you that. You know what I mean? You, you've got to just find, just find your greens. I mean, find your irons this week. Um and you're gonna be setting up opportunities for yourself. Um and as you said, Jeff, you I mean you you got just gotta trust that your player has it finds a week on the putting surfaces you do. I mean
1: have you through a course correlation of it of some sort? Jamie, you usually like that, so
0: I, I do. I do, I must admit, I, I, I have I didn't really look into one this week. Um, there wasn't anything really outstanding because of the various winners that we've seen you I mean, the long hitters the short hitters um I didn't really narrow one down this week um and being the fir- you know I mean being the first event of the year you know what I mean I, I don't want to find myself over analyzing because there, there could be there could be some shocks this week um so I'm just happy to take it as what it is this week
2: um, yeah, this time of year, I mean, it's been kind of really big numbers. I think yeah. Champ and Sink were over 100 to 1 each. Sink might have mm. been over 150. So, you know, there have been huge numbers you could hit here. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and let's just hope John Rahm didn't ruin that.
0: <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, that, that takes takes me on to I've seen the next piece perfectly. Like, you know, I mean, You've got, we've got John Rahm at the top of the top of the odds this week at, you know, what I mean, 4 to 1, 9 to 2. Um, you, you know I mean you you can see why? You know, I mean, he could he could easily he could easily shoot twenty five, thirty under here, couldn't he? I mean, how how he hits the ball off the tee, um, how he puts I, as well.
2: I mean, yeah. I, I could take the serious approach to having this conversation, or I could make a joke and say this is literally as unfair as when Justin Thomas shows up to that father son challenge with his dad <laughs> and has to beat these lit like, is out there. Him and his dad are playing against 12-year-olds. Yeah. You know, or, or kids, you know, like just other guys who aren't you. Like, I, should, I, I made the joke. Vijay Singh's kids should get a trophy for coming in second place to the <laughs> third best player in the world. Um, it feels like – but in all seriousness, guys, look at what Rahm has done since the U.S. Open win. And mm. what's funny is the, U, the win almost – I mean, I'm not making fun of Rom to say this. The win is almost the outlier. Like, he's not winning enough. He, he's there every week. You can make a case from the Scottish Open to the British Open to uh, everything in between, kind of, that there has been a win at his footsteps a lot, and he hasn't come through with it. How is it possible yeah. that he's going to contend? He contends every week. He's going to contend in this one and get got? I, I don't. I don't know. I, I honestly don't. I'm still betting this event. I'm not betting John Rom, But no, I'm prepared. I'm, I'm prepared just, to him, just... Just lay to fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Just limb to fuck this week. Yeah. I, I just... I, I mean, I, I just... He's... I don't know. Unless we get really lucky and he's on some mental checkout for the Ryder Cup in a couple weeks. But why would he be here? Like...
0: I, Yeah, the the only thing I'm thinking of is he's in Napa Valley. You know, I mean, he's Spanish. He's here for the red wine. (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) I had that. I like that angle because that's the only goddamn angle you could take. And that is they just had a baby. Maybe Mm -hmm. she, you know, with the lockdown, I don't know how much they've been traveling or she's been traveling. We haven't seen her a lot and we normally do um, at events. And that makes total sense. They've got an infant at home. But maybe this is the one where she said, John, we're getting the nannies. Yeah. Or maybe we're even bringing the baby on the plane with us, you know, and we're going and we're going to Napa for a week. That's where we're going. And they're having a great time. That, that, that is totally fair. He is on a, he is essentially on a vacation where he's going to play against a couple of, like I said, a father, son challenge opponents, um on a resort course honey i'll be back in four and a half hours yeah. <laughs> i gotta just take care of something
0: yeah. I, gotta... <laughs> I, I just gotta bring a big check home that's all yeah,
2: yeah no, <laughs> i don't know it, 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 that's literally i mean you said it that is the one thing the reason it, i could figure out that he's here um I, I wouldn't be shocked to find out kelly is there and they're doing uh <laughs> They're doing it all up. Napa styles of the rich and famous.
0: That's it. We can can only hope, can't we? We can.
2: He's here to win. We're all
0: dead. Yeah. Like we're dead. I
2: I don't even normally like making each way bets. I don't. Pat does like to do it. I just on a betting theory think that for every miss and I'm giving some back to get the placing – uh like water finds its level so long as i win and i hit enough winners i've been lucky mm-hmm. more lucky than good that i've hit the winners and i like water finding its level um some people just like to you know if you want to just you know refund the account and get some in there you like it but i i will probably each way every single bet i make um mm-hmm. this week because of John Rom and i'm never that afraid of anybody no. I lo- I'm always like I'm happy he's here. We're getting better odds because of it. I'm really not happy he's <laughs> here, guys.
1: What 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 do you think of the next two then? Like Webb Simpson and Hideki turning up as well.
2: Uh I if I had to make a pick, it was like just you got to make something under the twenty to one number. It would be Webb Simpson. I do believe this course sets up perfectly mm-hmm. um, for a guy like Webb. I have more faith in Webb, then Hideki, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, Hideki will hit it long and he'll pepper greens. I have no doubt that I could wake up or, or, you know, turn this thing on and he's shooting eight under. Uh, That wouldn't shock me one bit. But if I had to make a pick, it's uh, it's it it would be Webb. But I've just I'm skipping this whole range. Skipping it. Not for me. Well, I'll just
1: I'll I'll just go uh, i just go to my first book then, Jamie Shallow.
0: Yeah, you crack on mate. I'll say yeah. I mean um there's not much else to talk about. You I mean we've got obviously Rookie of the Year, Zalatoris next at twenties, you know. Um do you mean do do you think he deserved it?
2: Is that a conversation to have? Uh, no, yeah, it should have been Garrett Eagle. I it's a t- I mean I think he deserved it. I think it- Funny as you know, some people have mentioned that. You know, oh, so now he was accredited all year as a member of the tour. Then shouldn't he be an accumulating FedEx Cup points? Like, how is he not eligible to get FedEx Cup points? But he was eligible for that goddamn award. Like that doesn't make sense. I do think he deserves the award though. Um, and I I actually would could make a case that this odd is fair for. For will um just based on where his odds are sometimes and that you know the top 10 players or top 12 players in the world are here you know his odds are like 45 yeah. 50 to like i could somehow convince myself or someone else that maybe this line does represent some level of of value um yeah I like Will under thirty to one. I'd be honest; he's the only one I would be truly tempted to make sitting right around thirty twenty eight.
1: Oh, yeah, Jamie, oh. you're, Jamie, you're gonna hate me now.
0: Why? Go on.
1: Oh, just place, I've just placed a bit, but Kevin <laughs>
2: now nah, twenty two to one. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't hate the bet. I, I just, it's not for me. I, I think him or him or Webb. Simpson could have a Billy Horschel Uh, that wouldn't shock me one bit. It wouldn't. It would. Um, as a European golf fan, just any conversation that the U.S. already screwed up what they're trying to do would be something I guess you should cheer for. And now would put some gasoline on, on on part of that conversation.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. Uh, yeah, just stop on, it, on I was on him in the. In the tour championship, wasn't I, Craig? Obviously, to, to get the lowest scoring 72-0 score, um, oh, which you finished. Brad. tied. Yeah, he was tied first with Ram, wasn't he? Um, is he, that
1: Kevin like, as a Ram win?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm taking it as a NAR win, I am. Um, but you, you just know what you're going to get, don't you, Kevin NAR? You do. Yeah. Yeah, just. I, the, I would.
1: Sorry, just I uh, I was just going to explain a little bit why I picked Kevin. Now uh, I know it's a I know it may seem a bit short in price at twenty two to one, but the way he's just playing recently is phenomenal. Um, as you say, Jamie, obviously you were on him at the at the two championships when he was first. He obviously he was well joint first with Ram. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that 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 followed the 17th at the BMW Championship, 8th at the Northern Trust, 2nd at the Wyndham, and 23rd at the WGC St Jude Invitational. That came after a 2nd at the John Deere Classic as well. He's just an unbelievable form. Uh, in terms of the course form as well, OK, missed the cut in 2020, but before that he had a 37th, a 7th and a 3rd here at this course. And in terms of just the way he's striking the ball, at, at the BMW alone, obviously in the last one on the second last one, sorry. Um sorry, just let me get it up.
0: I, I I must admit, he he was at he was at least top top ten for for approach play I thought I saw. Um, no, sorry,
1: not no, sorry, it was not the BMW, I was on, a bit, was on a bit to a championship, but I've got to do it but, um, no. But, no, at the tour championship alone, obviously, when it was uh, joint first, in terms of the stats, it was first for scrambling, eight, eight for greens and regulation, third for accuracy, third tee to greens, second approach, fifth for putting, 21st for putting average, um, it's just and 24th off the tee as well, which is uh, which is half decent as well. It's just playing unbelievable. Yeah. And I just think he's turned into this serial killer now when in contention. And OK, it may seem a little bit short at 22-1, to one, but he's a five-time tour winner now. And I just think the way he's playing, and he's got form here, and he's playing unreal. I just think he's got to go well
2: again. Pretty yeah. good case.
0: Yeah, I mean as I said just before, you, you know what you're gonna get, you know what I mean? You are gonna get, you know, fairways and greens, um, and you know he's gonna walk, walk in a few walking a few fifteen fifteen footers, isn't he, on the way.
2: It's <laughs> always it's <laughs> always tough when you get to these events where the fields are weak and yeah. and you want a better player, but you don't like the number like the number shorter than you want, but yeah. You sometimes have to ask yourself before you totally dismiss the player. Is okay. What would be the number that I would want? Like if it was twenty-eight to one or thirty to one, would I? Would people be running to bet Kevin? Not thirty to one. Probably they would be. Um, maybe
1: thirty-three,
2: maybe even thirty-three is a, a decent price as well. I would say. Yeah. So I, I sometimes, you know, I. It's tough. It's the type of like, mind games we play, and I always remind myself, it was, I think, a Houston Open, where we just said how badly we liked Russell Henley, uh, but he should have been, like, 40, but he was 28, and we just forbid to bet it. And he won the event. And ever yeah. since then, like, getting to these events, and you just gotta be careful where you just sort of be like, no, that number is, um, is too low for me. But the player's great. It's just too low for me you always gotta there's always a, a key to to, to get you
0: mm, that, that, that's very true um craig i, I think you you, you picks next as well your second one i oh, just oh, uh, here
1: we go again <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I mean this is probably in the past maybe 10 episodes we've done this i mean this is probably the Two most shortest I've gone like mm. in the same kind of episode. It's it's unlike me because I usually go for value, but I just think um, I just think Cameron Champ at the number I've got him at forty to one with eight places was uh, William Hill. I just think it's I just think that's a good place as well. He he did show signs towards the end of the end of the regulation season that he was getting back into form. He obviously won the 3M Open, uh, which was, correct me if I'm wrong, was it his third PGA Tour win? Um, so
2: sounds about your, right. Yeah. First win was
1: yeah, here, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, th- yeah, it was uh, his third P G Tour win. Um, he won this in tw- uh, 2020. Um, where he won at 17-under. Um, OK okay, in the kind of playoffs he was 66 at the BMW, 27th at the Northern Trust, 31st at the St Jude's, uh, obviously he was first at the 3M. Uh, he, that was after showing good signs of the John Deere Classic, where he was 11th as well. Um, we just know you just know what you've got to get with Cameron Champ. He's he's a brilliant he's a brilliant driver at the golf ball. He's brilliant off the tee. Um he's obviously distance is pretty frightening. Um it's just whether or not really the putter behaves with Cameron Champ and mm. he did show signs obviously with that win at the three M open that he can put. Um, when he wants to when he finished uh, first in total for strokes game putting that week so he can putt when he really wants to it's just he can be a little bit inconsistent with a putter that's mm-hmm. my only worry but he, but he, he does, just he does think... fit in
0: yeah he does fit into the bracket of you know what I mean um, drive it as long as you want and then you know what I mean you can, you can really maximise the, ber- the birdie or better opportunity um, so yeah, I completely said why you've gone for him, and the numbers numbers great that you've got. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, in his last, uh, his last three, no, actually, his last four events he's played at the, at the BMW Championship. He was thirty third for strokes game pattern. 37th at the Northern Trust for Strokes Game pattern 37th at the St Jude for Strokes Game pattern and first at the m So it's it's slightly encouraging considering that's probably one of his main weaknesses, I would say. And um, in terms of the Silverado form, he's he's only played here three times. He's he he obviously won in 2019 at the wraparound season. He was 25th, but the year before that, after a miscut in the first year he played it, so he's showing signs. Um, I just think he's off the t game. As as we said, it, it would be quite, quite, quite a big start this weekend. And I just think there's not really many better players at driving a golf ball than Cameron Champ. And I just think, I just think it's a nice number to be honest, considering he's a former champion too. Mm.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I I don't disagree with it. Not a player that I'd I'd really, really go for myself. But, Jeff, what about you?
2: I'm not betting Cameron Champ this week, but I defend the pick in the sense that when we get a little deeper into this thing, a lot of the long shots that I do like this week, I'm literally going to defend by saying they have the Cam Champ profile. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hoping for that Cam Champ profile. And then when Cam Champ wins, I'm going to be mad that I didn't just bet the actual Cam Champ instead of going for poor Cam Champs or cheap Cam Champs or yeah, you know, inferior versions of Cam Champs who have never won. Um, so those yeah. are the players that I'm looking for. But yes, Cam Champ brings that skill set that I, we, I think we mentioned off the top. And, and again, in, in that great case for him, that he, he's so prolific off the tee, and you've documented that he can spike with the putter. Um you know, it's it's that's the type of that is a one of the prominent lanes I think I'll be travelling this week for, for a few of my picks, but not the real Cam champ.
0: Not the re- not <laughs> the one and only. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um I mean, I mean for a twenty six year old to win three
1: times on the PGA tour, some some people go to the whole career without winning once, so He's got that winning mentality when he does get in front. There's more more, more chance he'll either get done or he'll go close. So, Don't
2: um, worry, you're betting guys that have trophies. I'm betting guys that have none. Like You're, you're not it. picked. He's a winner. There's <laughs> a bad field. He's a winner. Cam Champ, you're saying, no. This guy has a course. He's a prototype for winning here, and he is a winner in general. Like, he brings win equity to the table. Mm. Um, You know, not to pick on a guy. His stats are insane. But it's like Harold Varner. You can bet him at 35-40 to 1. It's an example of a player who I wish was 50, because I think I mm-hmm. would bet. Yeah, I think I would do you, trust, you Do you trust win at Like, in comparing champ to oh. Varner win equity. Um, Or, or Galley. so there's know, a perfect yeah. one as well. Tringali's another, but if you know if you want to bet on team, I'm hoping he hits it to four feet for four days. You know, team Brendan Steele uh, of Open, uh, yeah. Tr- Tringali, I never bet him, so I won't be mad when I miss it. But I wouldn't. It does feel like he could be on the precipice. But yes, that's a perfect example of a guy that people, much like Varner, they're excited to bet this week. Um, they bring no win equity to the table. I say all this as a guy who loves betting guys who never win, and I still do. For some so
0: of t- talking of guys that that, that never win, do you, do you want to start with your first one, Jeff? Your, your first fancy this week around this number. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> He's putting well, to be
0: fair. I'll
2: give him that. So. Um, yeah, so I kind of mentioned a few guys, but the one that I have bet on in this range uh already, I've made the bet on Charlie Hoffman uh, okay he's at forty five to one is the number that I bet him at. He's just been playing really um you know he had a strong FedEx Cup and uh California guy, so he'll be comfortable out there. He is a guy who I feel comfortable in his ability to make a ton of birdies and get to this low score uh you know that is he has an ability to do that he's been sort of peaking in all the right categories and for the last year for charlie hoffman i believe he's currently ranked i want to say 60th in the world i I think at this event last year he might have been you know over 150 so he's been on a, a nice charge right now um there are a few other uh veteran guys that I want to trust in a resort course birdie fest, but Charlie Hoffman tops the list.
0: I I get that completely. I mean is he, on his day he gets hot with a putter, he does. Um and he is extraordinary at his approach play. Um so yeah I, I don't mind the number at that at all, especially when as you said before, I mean you're talking about Varner at I'm looking at Varner at twenty eight to one here at my bookie. Um, and you're looking at Cam Tringardi, say at 30s. Um, so to get 40 files on Hoffman, um, I think it's a really big number. I really do.
2: I like it. That That is the first um, bullet. That is the first, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's the first bet I've made. And like a lot of you guys, like for me to start north of 40, that's high. There are very few events where I will start my betting card north of, of 40. I love finding a guy like an elite that's being forgotten about in that 20, 30 range. But no, mm-hmm. here we are, 40, you 45. That's home. it. Definitely.
0: You can only bet what's in front of you, oh, yeah, you know, um, and that's what we're doing. Um, I think, have you got another one in this range? Um, do you remember what you're saying?
2: I do. I haven't made the bet, but I am very keen on um, a lot of things pointing to Maverick McNeely. Okay. he has handled short course golf incredibly well another yep. um uh california guy, so he'll be plenty comfortable uh th- there's not a par four north of four hundred and fifty yards. this is the mav Mcneely recipe for success uh course uh I would rather bet mav Mcneely at fifty five than I don't know. I'm picking on Tringali, which means he's gonna win. But I think it's a lot of. I'm I'm asking him for a lot of the same things. But but I do like McNeely a lot this week. I haven't made the bet yet. I would be surprised for me not to make this bet though when when it's time to make it final.
0: Mm. I, I mean, I've I've just looked him up. You know what I mean? Like you, you say, short courses are obviously his forte. I've seen. You know I mean, you know what I mean Pebble Beach, RBC Heritage. Um, Maya Cobra last year. I mean, he, he had top 15s at all of those. Obviously, he finished in second at the um, Pebble Beach, the feature of that. Um, finishing the year off, Off. okay, he, he made the BMW Championship where he ma- he made towards 63rd. Um, but prior to that, he was 27th at the Northern Trust, 18th, 16th, 18th, 21st, 20th, 30th. I mean, he's playing some good stuff, he is. Um, and, yeah, I wouldn't put anyone off that number at all. I wouldn't. Um, so, yeah, f- fair enough.
2: I like, as you read the the uh, season CV back to me, it makes me oh, well, <laughs> we were, even more excited to, it, to get, it, get into it. But, yeah, it is. You see those great finishes at events like Heritage at um, Pebble Beach, and, and I expect m- – in making this wager, that's sort of where my head would be at, and sort of getting that nav this week. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I'm going to start with my card now. Um, finally, oh, team uh, fi- no
1: put. Oh, team no put, Here team, we go.
0: Team no put, That's it. Um, and if you talk about resort resort golfers, you know what I mean. Um, you've got to talk about Emiliano Grillo. You know what I mean. Is it is it fifty to one this week? um he ranks 20th off the tee you know what i mean he's well for, for last year you know what i mean he's third for for greens in reg last year um he's th- third for par four scoring average last year and um, and as you you mentioned you know what i mean all the par fours are around 450 under 450 um i just think he's got a cracking chance this way he, he's one year before he has in 2015 um he's got Other than that, he's got he's got four top thirties here. He has. um, He had a decent season last year. Got to the BMW champs. He did. Um, Okay, he's about a hundred fortieth in the in the world for putting. He is, but I I take I I take the gamble on him just having a good week. You know what I mean? Having a good low scoring week on a resort course um, that he loves. I mean, he he loves these top courses. You mean RBC Heritage, Corales, Myakka, yeah. He he just he just fits the bill. He does, um, and I I really think he, he's going to have a week this week. Um, and okay, it's probably it's probably the the eighth time I've backed him in the last year or so. When when I put him in on my spreadsheet later, um, it's probably gonna it's probably gonna be sick of the sight of the name. Um, but I, I really think he he goes well this week. I do. Um, and I think fifty to one's more than respectable. I really do.
2: Yeah, no, he's been in nice. He's having a nice little form. He even mm. showed well that subfield event across from the St. Jude a few weeks ago. Which one was? uh Is it um, barricada? barricada? Yeah,
1: barricada? Yeah, I yeah,
2: was it, I don't know. He had the lead for a bit there. I think he was the uh, favorite in that. But yeah, Grillo, he's at his happy place. I I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You got to just trust that uh, he hits the putts and he doesn't get angry enough to start giving the hole the middle finger. Because I always feel – I like Grillo, but I always feel like he's one – He he's such a bad putter that when he hits a putt that he believes was perfect and pure, like, he just stares down that hole. Like, I've seen him give holes middle fingers. Uh, uh Yeah, you know, he's a bit of a tweaker, but – he can also just, you know, you could, he's a can be a ball striking savant here.
0: Yeah, and and that that's what I'm banking on really, you know, what I mean, for him to drive the course to death, um, and for him to keep keep giving himself chance after chance after chance that, you know what I mean, he he makes, I mean, six, six out of ten putts he does, um, and, and I, I think that's going to happen. Um, and on, on on the flip side of that, you know, what I mean, I, I took a guy at fifty five to one at, at, in Cesare Evie. You know what I mean? That okay, I, I know that Grillo is a good driver of the golf ball. I've took really on the chance that okay, you know, I mean, last year he was second for driving accuracy. Um, but then on this flip side, he was unreal at approach play, um, and his his course his course form. You know what I mean, he he's he's had eleven visits to the course. Okay, he was third last year, uh, but he's only missed he's only missed one cut in those eleven visits. Um, he's had a host of top top thirty finishes, top twenty finishes, um, and I, I think Ches goes really well again this week. Um, he's really good with the putteries. Um and yeah. So the, my, my my list this week goes, you know what I mean from the shorter accurate hitters to the bombers, really. Um, and I really I really think that anybody could prevail this week. Um, and I think fifty five is on review this week. Um, is more than enough for me to have a go. I really do.
1: What do you guys think on uh, Max Homer? It's back in California. He loves a California mm-hmm. course. Is it this kind of range as well.
2: You know, that's a sneaky guy that I didn't even kind of realize was in the field until we sat down here. You talk about players that you almost want to blindly trust that if they make the cut, they're going to play well. Homer's... It's like when he makes a cut, he's going to T 10, you know, but the miscuts cuts also out of play, but it's important. And I like to have this conversation often is from the outright betting perspective, you're prepared for miscuts. Like that's part of the game. You swallow them, you move on. Miscut is no different. If you didn't play a placing on a guy having a great week and not winning. So you just chalk it up to, to you know, no different than he finished in ninth place or something. He, uh, 60 to 1 for his win equity, for his ability to, to be, um, Juan Wells Fargo, Juan freaking Riviera. Mm. I'm not betting it, but I feel like that could be a mistake.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. He's, he's one that's gone under the radar this week, um, that I really didn't see at all. Um, and I, I can, I can thoroughly see why, why people would follow him this week. Um, what 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 do you think, mate? are You gone for him this week, or you left him out, or? Oh
1: no, I just uh, it's just one. I was just looking at tour tips there just to see who was in the field again, and it was just one I, I, I caught eye on was Max Holman. I, I seen yeah. on odds checker he was about the f- between the fifties and the sixties range. I just thought he loves a California course, and it's yeah. he, he just. It plays well in the state of California,
2: so mm. I just thought it was interesting, that was all. But I mean, I'm a believer when you make an outright bet, you are essential you are essentially you're betting on the ceiling, but you require a ceiling to win. I mean, not all these guys are John Rom. John Rom could win this field with his C plus game. But even, you know, but but, you know, and for anyone to win on tour, to actually win on Sunday, win that trophy, you got to pretty much play to your ceiling. And I could totally convince myself that I'm just going to bet on Max's ceiling. And if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. But I don't know. It seems weird. I again, I just sort of came to my senses that he's actually playing. I don't know why I didn't see him all day.
0: Mm. That's very that's very true. Yeah. Um. Also ar- around this, obviously, um, price range. Um. I mean, we we got Mito Pereira. Um. Love cracking, him. Love Yeah. Him. Yeah. Cra- cracking young player. I think that. Okay, he, he's a really good driver of the golf ball. Um. I can see why he's. I mean, I've I've seen him fancied by a couple of a couple of guys on Twitter today. Um, yeah, I've can, seen that I, too. Yeah, I can I can fully see why I can. Um, I. He, he, I, I sorry no no, fall might Mike crack on
2: nice well i mean it's it's not hard to understand why people like him so much he fits that profile you you know he smashes the ball you could make your cam champ comparisons but what he's got nine corn fairy wins or some dominant corn fairy winner mm. uh, you could make a case okay let's we, we don't need a to rank tours. That's, that's, I don't, that's sort of relevant conversation winning on the corn fairy is hard. It, it is not an easy task. If you can win on the corn fairy tour as much as he did, you can probably win on any tour on planet earth. I mean yeah. that not only that I mentioned off the top that these corn fairy guys, they play resort courses pretty much week in, week out that their mindset is 30 or bust from from Thursday morning that you can trust like he's comfortable getting, you know, getting scorching hot and winning. Uh, and while we mentioned other players with win equity, I am I might be naive enough to say his corn fairy win resume. There's a level of win equity he has that other guys have been on tour for years, in my opinion, might not have.
0: No, that's fair. I think that's fair fair to say. Um, he
1: showed he, he showed his talent at the Olympics as well. In all honesty, it was it was just brilliant to watch. And he's a player I really do enjoy watching. Mito Pereira, and I hope I hope he is a play, He is a player I probably will back a few times this year. I think so.
2: I'd love to see him win and have a great year and. Maybe in, a, in you know, in 11 months from now, there's talk of or I don't know the exact. I don't know the schedule of everything anymore, but, you know, maybe he could be good enough to, to put his name in a potential President's Cup situation. Mm. Uh, maybe not. That could be a pretty big ask, but I don't know. It's people are pretty excited about what he can be and I would project he might even be the favorite to win 2022 rookie of the year. If you took a straw poll of, of some of your favorite golf talk talking heads.
0: I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad shout. I mean, you could pick a lot worse. Um, I I really think he's got a shout. I mean, he he went toe to toe with some of the best at the Olympics he did. Um, and it it was great to see him in that third, third man playoff, obviously just going a bit short, but, I mean he didn't look out of his depth at all. Um and I, I really think he's got a shout, I really do. Um I see why people are going for him. I do. Um in this area, obviously sixty to one. Um I've I've gone with Doug, Doug Gim this week. Um the the, the Gim Reaper as we like to call him, eh, Craig? Um Gim Reaper. I mean oh, I... again again another part of team no put this week. Um <laughs> I mean, tri- triple figures on tour for putting and scrambling, which it doesn't really bother me this week. Um, I mean, 16th for greens in reg-, reg last year, 21st tee to green, 21st approach, um, 15th driving accuracy, 9th for par fours. I mean, it, it, he's just he's just a robot, he is. Um, and I, I really rate it. I mean, on his debut last year, he come 14th at the course, um, had a good year last year, got to the Northern Trust. Um, he he always seems to be banging on the door. He does, um, and I, I I really think he's, he's going to get over the line soon. I really do. Cause he, he's so talented. He is for a young player.
1: I I said to you uh, off off air, didn't I, Jamie? That I believe Gim's got all the talent in the world to yeah. at least make a charge, or at least contend in a couple of tournaments this year. He's he's got everything, about, apart from the Ability to putt, but hey ho, that's that's half the tour, isn't
0: it? Yeah, there's a lot of players like that that hit the ball so well. Um, and all right, have probably picked three of them this week that you know what I mean that fall into that category. Um, and I'm just hoping that have a have a decent week and they gain a couple of strokes putting. Um, but they, that's why they're this kind of number, um, and that's why I like betting them um, on the off chance that they do they do catch hot um, on on the greens this week.
2: Um a guy like him is so can be so prolific, yeah. much like Grillo, you could honestly it's not even that you're asking them to get hot. You just want them to, to, to you know, be the 25th best putter in this field, the 30th best putter in the field, because you match that up with how well they're going to strike the ball uh, and the amount of opportunities and looks that they give themselves. It's, you know, you do, you're not even asking them. You know, it's crazy when we see sometimes, you know, those champ or more. I'm not comparing champ Mark Howe or any of these guys to anybody. But those crazy weeks where we do see the spike from a more cow when he's one number one in the field and champ number one in the field. But and that's lovely. And we'll walk backwards to a victory if Doug Gim is number one in the field and putting. But you don't even need that. He he's so good. It's like Adam Scott. So I know that's unfair, but with how well he strikes the ball, that he doesn't need to be number one. He just needs to be, like, 31. And he's going to take mm-hmm. you to the back nine Sunday with a heater ticket and a chance to win.
0: That's true. And I'll, I'll, I'll fully take that. I will. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take a chance going yeah, into the weekend.
2: I like him. I've been, you know, by osmosis of getting to do shows with Pat Mayo so often. He adores uh Gim, so I hear all the pro Gim propaganda, <laughs> and I'm very much a believer in a lot of, you know, guys that never win, that can't putt. Like, I am a believer in so many of them and like betting mm. them. And, you know, you like to say, if it's anyone but John Rom on Sunday, I wouldn't be afraid if I'm that okay. Like, That's anyone but Rom, I don't care if it's Webb, anyone but Rom, I'll, I'll take my 80 to 1 ticket. Yeah.
0: Uh, I agree. I do. The and, problem, uh, the,
2: sorry. The problem with any of these bets guys is even if they go head to head with Rom, you're screwed yeah. because Rom would be such an, you couldn't even get out that game would be 80 to one, but let's say he's tied with Rom going to 18 or in a playoff. Like there's no hedge because Rom would still be like minus 280. You're not like, you know what I mean? It'd be something stupid. Yeah. So ugh, even him being there is going to be a problem.
0: Uh, yeah uh, that's true um so you got okay you know I mean it probably sounds harsh to say but there is a golfing class there is um and, and i would be i would be afraid you know what i mean I'd, I'd probably turn it off you know what i mean if 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 you know I mean gim and ram were six clear toyed going down the last nine holes i probably would turn it off you know what i
2: mean yeah you would just but, hope like maybe gim can weasel out a hole yeah. something here and i can get like a fair number where like i'm comfortable like hedging or something or if you make a great bet with placings you're comfortable as is but yeah you would almost want like uh, some way give rom makes a mistake and i can get an opportunity to get a half decent uh number but yeah that's the fun of these events because normally you're like everyone's win equity goes up because you're you know mm-hmm. you're you, they don't have to face a John Rom on Sunday. If they're contending, they no. have to face another guy likely who's never won just like them. That's why it's so annoying. Rom mm. is here.
0: <laughs> That's so true. Um, I mean, we, we keep talking about it, but, um, I'm going to go on to the under, you know, I mean the triple figure digit guys. Now, um, we, we keep saying it's going to be the week. I mean, it's the week of, um, historic triple figure winners. Um, Jeff, if you if you if you name the rest of your card, um, who what guys do you like at, at the top end of the at, at the lower end of the market? Sorry.
2: At the uh, lower end of the market, I bet on uh, Taylor Pendrith. Yeah, he's a big hitting Canadian, and I I teased it earlier. I think a few of my picks back here. Cam Champ profile, you know, Cam Champ profile. Just try to bully this golf course. Uh, in the same way, Cam Champ has had such success doing. Pendrith has an ability um, to show up and get hot. I really do like Pendrith. Uh, Hudson Swafford was a guy that I absolutely um, adored in that fi- in his final event of the year. He was the cheapest player on DraftKings, and all my like top twenty. Like he was so clutch. He was so clutch, or even at the Tour Championship. He was so clutch. He, he he let it go on Sunday. But now I can get this guy at hundred to one or over. I've seen people pull in some great numbers. That's one you know you shop and you find the best one. So Pendrith, Swafford, and uh, Dylan Fertelli nice. I think uh profiles well. He he can hit it a mile and he can spike. And he can be really deadly with with wedges. And as we mentioned before with if you're hitting a driver on these par fours, you're pretty much going to hit a wedge into every par four, which means a lot of potential scoring opportunities for, for, for telly the guy I'm picking, but that goes for a lot of these players, like a lot of them. And, and hopefully you can land on the right one.
0: Yeah, that's it. You know I mean? And a lot of people in, in that, um, in. In that profile could go well this week, Um, and I fully expect a a triple digits to to be up there come Sunday, Um, and you just need just need the coin to fall right, don't you? Um, And and you you're going to hit this week. I really feel that, Um, especially going each way. Um, I mean, you you obviously you get each way markets, obviously uh, obviously in Canada. Do you?
2: Yeah, we are very lucky. It's the Mm. Americans that for some reason their books don't like to offer them. But people are always complaining to Pat and I that uh, they can't get them. But, yeah, no, we are in solidarity with the availability of um, of the each way. And, yeah, they're, they're a bunch of guys. I don't know. This is such a tough event because if you like a player and you believe he has any sort of a pulse, it's like you almost want to. You know, just like uh, you, you almost feel like this is the time to bet them, like because where else are they gonna gonna win? And you even mentioned a few players off air, like Deep, who I I'm, I'm looking forward to you bringing up.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's just one end that you, you chuck darts at players that you, you like at the end of the day, um, and it, it's pretty harmless, isn't it? At the end of the day, it is. Um, I mean, Craig, do you, want, do, you want, do you want to go into your sort of triple digit figures to to round off your card, really?
1: Well, I've got two at 100. Uh, one I've just added at the last minute kind of caught my eye in the last couple of events. Uh, I'll quickly go into to that, which is Tom Hoagie at 100 to 1.
2: Uh,
1: eight places with William Hill. Um, what attracted to me about Hoagie is just the way he's played the last couple of events. OK, he was 49th of the BMW Championship, but that was after a fourth for the Northern Trust. And before that, he had a few miscuts in a row, which okay, can happen. But the way he played in the the way he played in the BMW um, in the BMW Championships, uh, he was fifth for putting average, uh, twenty fourth for accuracy, uh, twenty nine for uh, strokes put putting, eighteenth putt of the tee, uh, which is pretty pretty nice figures considering he finished in forty place. And uh, the Northern Trust where he was fir- where he finished fourth, um sixth for putting average, fifty for I can say, third for putting. and uh, sorry, I've wrote it down but it's quite small. So I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying to visualize it. 4th uh, for scrambling that week. Um uh, no, sorry. Eighteenth was uh, for the Northern Trust off the tee. Sorry, so he does have off the tee game as well. Um, in terms of course form, twenty ninth miscut, seventeenth, thirty seventh miscut and miscut, which uh, which is okay. So it's three and three. Um, and he's he's played quite well in California before. He had a 12th at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am which you alluded to earlier, Jamie, which you quite like. Mm. Um sorry, I've just kind of went off it. Uh, sorry, just give me one second. Um twelfth at the yeah, twelfth at the Pebble Beach. Um forty six at the US Open uh Tory Pines for a player of no disrespect to Tom Hogan, but that's quite good for a p- player of his calibre. Um, it's he had a fifth at the Tory Pines at the Farmers Insurance in 2020, sixth at the Amex in 2020, uh, and yeah, he's just he's he, he's got he's got quite he's got okay form in California, and I just think um, I just like a hundred hundred to one's a uh, quite a big price for a player that played well in a really big tournament, finishing fourth at the the Northern Trust. So yeah, mm. I'm I'm willing to give oge a shot. It's not a guy I really back often, so it's I'm kind of putting my faith in him a little bit. But we'll just see how it goes at hundred to one. I think it's quite quite a, an okay price.
0: Yeah, no qualms with that. I say not not really guy I've really followed or backed before. Um, but yeah, he, he seems to like the place. He does, um, accurate hitter. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. We will. Um, you got any
1: thoughts? You got any thoughts on Hoagie? Sorry, quickly,
2: Jeff. I I mean, listen, I I don't have anything bad to say about any long shot in in this event. You ran off that little run Hoagie has been on. And I I agree with everything you said. I could be talked into anything this week, honestly yeah I don't like I am I betting Tom Hokey no but that case is no worse than any of the cases that I'm able to make for young guy mm-hmm. 100 and 50 and 50 to one although I do feel like there's a a super bomb coming up that I'm looking forward to piggybacking on
1: uh, and just the uh, and and the other one which I thought was pretty pretty good price considering the 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 run of form he's been in he's he he's got back into really good form he was second last week at the BMW Championships, you know where this is heading Jamie
0: oh yes yes
1: <laughs> it's it's our old favourite Kira <laughs> Desh <laughs> of Barnra. He's just playing insane golf just now. It was very, very impressive, especially after hitting two out of bounds at a crucial time to come back and still a second. There's something the, the, about the, the,
0: the commentators had it. I mean, the commentators on Sky had it down as him hitting two out of bound balls on seventeen, but he actually found his first ball. He did and took a drop off oh, his right. first ball, and they'd got oh, it completely right. wrong again. They had so. Sure. Um, Short. Yeah, what, again, they, they got they got it wrong two or three times over the week they did, um. But yeah, but I, I get what you mean. It, it was a gutsy performance. It was. I mean, he just fell short at the end.
1: But yeah, j- j- just to run off the four rounds. Uh, okay, he had a seventy four in round three, which can happen when when he started off really well. He started off with sixty four, sixty eight, seventy four, and sixty four. I mean to finish it eighteen under, uh, just. Was it one shy? Aye, uh, one shy of Billy yeah. Horschel in the end. I mean, he had every opportunity to win it. And it's just, I was just very, very impressed with that performance last week uh, and the resilience after dropping a, a shot at a crucial time to come back. And um, that that, 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 that kind of that came off the of 27th at the Confedera Tour Championship, 34th at the Nationwide Children's Hospital Championship, 20th of the Boys Open, 37th at the Wyndham and 39th at the 3M Open. So he's actually in very, very good form. Um, and just just going off the stats from last week, six for greens and regulation. OK, OK, it should be a birdie fest, but that's still pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. 26 for scrambling, 10 for putt on average, um, 32nd for driving accuracy. And... Um, 23rd for distance, I mean, that's that's, pretty, that's not too bad as well. 21st off the tee, which is crucial. 60 tee to green. Second for putting, which is mind boggling. And 24th for approach play. His figures yeah. just all match up. And I think 100 to 1 for a player that's played really, really well and back into form is a mm. very, very big price, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? He, he might be a bit, you know what I mean? Obviously, I don't know how much fatigue plays. You know what I mean. He was in the Corn Ferry Champs, and he came over for BMW last week. Um, now he's back over again um, to California for this week. So, obviously, um, you know I mean jet lag may may play a part and catch up with him. Um, I'm not sure, but it,
1: possibly, say, possibly. But um, I just think. Uh, Golf's a better place when a ha- when a I- when a fully fit and fight and k, k- Kira Deshafibonat's playing well is, is is a happy place to be in. Golf and- Twitter
2: is certainly a better <laughs> place. <laughs> There's is. no doubt about that. I love to see him back. He's a player I'm not gonna bet him this week because like while well, I'm thrilled that he's back on tour and I watching him last week, I had no deep chaser. I was rooting for him. Uh I don't know. I always made the joke with him. Every time he's like really contending, he knows how many pairs of shoes and cars he can buy. And he kind of just, he's like happy to win three cars. It's like, yeah, three cars. Winning would get you like seven cars, but no, I'll I'll take this like three car situation. Um, The jet lag though. I'm not willing to ignore that. England to California is pretty, is pretty Intense, but he's playing with a pep in his step. I wouldn't be shocked if he played well. Uh, I would be excited to roster him maybe in DFS. I don't know that mm. I'm gonna be there with the, Sorry, the connection was shocking again. It, it kind of cut out. Uh, it's the second time that's happened. Sorry. No, I just said I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm. He's a guy I'm probably gonna like. I love the form. I think he'll play very well. I just don't have this like. Bo- I don't know the outright win. I'm not there, but I'm no. gonna roster him in DraftKings. I know that.
1: I'm, I mean, a hundred to one. It's it, it just seems a big
2: price, doesn't it? Well, I I think anyway. It's just yeah, no. That, again, I there's a lo- You throw your bombs here, you throw your grenades, and you you come up. I don't know. I see like Pat Perez at 95. That that does more for me than than Kyrgyz at a hundred, yeah. but. That's yeah, what put, the fun put, part of this golf betting is. It's, a it's Choose it. your own adventure.
0: And Perez loves the place as well. It's a, it's a good shout. Um you just want to go into your last one, Craig? Because I've got two to, to throw out there, but I know you've got one more.
1: Uh, well, well, mine's at 150. You want to just rattle off your 110. and Actually, maybe you rattle off your last two and I'll finish off with one. Oh, right, yeah.
0: Um One that I really like, I've got 110s this week, um, is Loot List. Um, I know that Jeff, you, you're you're quite a big fan um, of this number. Um, I really think when when you talk about, you know, I mean, the the Cam Champ model this week. I mean, Lis really is a guy that really looks at those numbers. That I mean, off the tee is is unreal. Is thirteenth on tour last year, twenty um, third tee to green. Um, he's had five five visits here um, to Silverado. Uh, missed the cut once. Um, is that a fourth is that a 26th is that a he's I mean, had two more top 40s um 36 greens in reg last year um again I, I, team no put again i' I'm, I'm just banking on him turning up with the flat stick next week um sorry this week um but i, I really like the number i do and i really think he's got a chance at a hundred to 10, 110 to one you know what i mean and even at each way value at that i think it, it it's still it's still money at the end of the day um and I, I really like it at 110 i do
2: i was gonna put him up earlier but you had mentioned him so i was waiting for oh, you. I lo- you i love i love luke list i i've lost a lot of money on luke list mm. um but i don't know i you, we, i bet on him every like he comes close and i watch it and I believe in it, and he doesn't have to scramble this week. If we have to scramble, we've already lost. And I've we've seen more confidence in him with the putter. You're hoping for, for peak putting. We're getting closer to that. Yeah. But he's also gone to the weekend a few times. So let's just build on that, right? Like a little mm-hmm. more comfort zone. We've seen some late tee times, the driving distance, the finishes here. Everything checks for me for, for losing money on Luke list once again. I'm all, I'm in.
0: I'm in. hundred oh, <laughs> percent. Yeah, I am with you in that. Um I'm I'm winning to double down on Did you know he I, was I really also on the list? A... Did you know he was also
1: on the list as well, for fuck's sake.
0: On, so on all the, three on, of us agree. on the loop list. That's the one.
1: <laughs> on the Luke list, uh...
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, if he, he finished the season, okay, obviously he he missed the cut at the window um showing up and finished 70th at the northern trust but yeah before that yeah he had a, he had a fourth at the john Deere, you know what I mean? he had a fifth at the Barbersol. Um he made the cut at, exactly the, bad the events
2: he's showing up bad feel we're showing up that's let's do that again let's just yeah. be more ready for for the weekend tea time that i'm hoping we have
0: a hundred percent that's that's right um and just quickly, what, you know, one seven five, um complete bomb here. Um I've took Cam Percy at one seven five. Um you talk about a second shot, um a second shot goal of course. Um, you know, what I mean he, he think he finished first on the tour last year for Greens in Reg. Um, ninth for approach, seventh for proximity from the fairway. Um you know what I mean he hasn't got bad form here, you know what I mean twenty third last year, seventh the year before. Um he's had a couple of more top thirties here. Um that's what I'm going to say, but you know what I mean? He's a bit of value, I guess, um, on a, on a guy that it could go well. Um, and I think that's it. You know what I mean? One seven five. You know I mean? I don't mind taking him at that price. Um, accurate guy. Um, just got to hope he, he does everything, everything average other than that. Because you know what I mean? is he's, he's triple digits off the tee on tour last year. Triple digits for scrambling, triple digits for putting. Um, so yeah, I've just got to, Guess that it comes all together kind of this week. Um, But yeah, I I couldn't ignore the approach play from last year. I couldn't, especially the big price he is. But
2: yeah. Um, You're not, I'm not matching my (sighs) Luke List enthusiasm um, to Cam Percy. Uh, But again, this is an event where we've had back to back, what, 150 plus winners uh, to one. So. Shoot your shot. Shoot it, well, your mean, shot. It, like I'm it, looking it, at the board now before we, uh, your, your final couple, like Sam Ryder. See, 175, 200. I, I don't know. I have bet him at enough bad events or good events in the past that I, at shorter numbers. So why wouldn't I want to bet him at this event at a number sh- higher than I have bet him at real events? Like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. I do. Um, there's a there's a lot to be had, and okay, you know I mean, my starting thoughts. I probably had 15 goalies on the list that, you know I mean, 10 of them were, were triple digits. You know, what I mean that obviously, um, I, you know I mean you can't back them all. Um, but yeah, it's the kind of event this is. Um, I know we keep saying it, but y- you are going to land a, a big price place this week if not the win, um, if John Ryan goes away. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We will.
2: Which yeah, and did. even if you don't, just quickly, if you don't get the win, I don't know. You just feel like you've got a real chance if you got to take on. If it is um, Cameron Percy versus Cameron Tringali, you feel fine. You're like, I'll okay. take that. Let's go. Let's go. Like me. Like you don't feel. You're not worried about that. It's only John Rom. Um, that that you know is a Sunday head-to-head that you absolutely uh, fear fear. Drawing, but yeah, take get your bomb, get him to Sunday. If he's triple digits, it makes even for a, a nice each way. I know I mentioned I don't play them often, but a triple digits that's uh, that we're talking differently than 40 50 to one, um, in terms of each way payouts.
0: That's true, that's very true. Um,
2: Craig, your last one
0: just for the uh,
1: um, yeah, last one is um, it's one of your favorites actually. Cool, it Hank LeBioda, 150 to 1. Very nice. I just think right, okay. okay, his last three starts for Miss Cut of the Northern. He at least made the Northern Trust. Uh missed the cut there, uh, missed the cut of the Windham, um, uh, withdrew from the 3M open after a 69 and the 69 rounds. Um but the the two events before that 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 kind of stuck with me with Libby Other when he was on that great run of form with the eighth of the John Deere Classic and the fourth of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Just at the J D C um he was eight um let's just say, eight for Greens and Regulation, four for putting average, six for putting he's a demon putter. As you already know, Jamie, because you've mm. been on him about 500
0: times. That's it. Yeah.
1: Uh, 19 for an approach. Uh, 30 for Titi Green. That was on his. Uh, that was on his last make out of the John Deere Classic. So he's just a player that uh, it's it's kind of you that got kind of got me into him, Jamie. To be honest, uh, I think 150 is a half decent number. In all honesty.
0: Yeah, I get that. I say it's again for it's, someone it's,
1: a, that's a demon potter, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's all right, I think. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anyone off it. I really wouldn't. Um, just before I say, I'm, I'm going to cover. You know I mean the the KLM for like ten minutes? Um, Jeff, it, it's fine if you've got nothing to say about it because I, I, haven't really looked at it this week. Um, but it's a if if you're going to put your neck on the line um and given given a three hundred dollar bet craig i'll say give me give me one name give me one name. it doesn't have to be one of your picks but just give me one name this week that you put it on on the nose oh, that's a tough that's a tough i'm looking one. at it
2: for the first time right now
1: mm. that is a tough one to be honest um I've got two picks here a uh, sixty six to one and hundred and twenty five to one, mm. which I am pretty happy with, okay. considering they are good players in their own right. <sighs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put my neck on the line and say Santiago Tario Ben.
0: Love it. Yeah.
1: He's just a really, really good Spanish player that's just come up from the challenge tour. And you said you said last
0: week that his, his, his effort, yeah, it's, he's unreal. He's
1: just, he, he's just name? a player. Santiago Bentario of Spain, 25 to 1 for this one. I'm not going to pick him, but he, I do think he is a really good player that's just come up on the challenge tour. And he has got a couple of good results on the European tour.
0: But mm.
1: yeah, that's just my opinion. What about you, Jamie? Just quickly.
0: I, I've actually put um, put the neck on the line this bit and gone with two um sixty-six to one guys uh, um, that are having really good seasons um on the challenge tour. Um and obviously are dipping the toe into the European tour when they can. Um I've it's gone like Garcia for
1: Heredia.
0: <laughs> it, it is, mate. I've gone for Alfredo Garcia oh, Heredia. Oh fuck. Um, it, Sixty six to one. Um I mean he's coming off a fourth, a first, thirty-seventh, thirty-fifth, twelfth, fourteenth, third. 22nd, 4th, 11th and 3rd. Unreal. Um, and I've gone for Ricardo Gouvier as well, uh, 66s. Um, coming off a 3rd, or 4th, a 1st, a 1st and a couple of tired 40s on the European Tour. Um, nothing no. else. Yeah, on the Challenge Tour, sorry. Um, nothing else to go for, but just two of them names as uh, 66 to 1. Um, hey-ho, you know what I mean? It, it, it could go the right way. It could, both in great form. Albeit on the Challenge Tour, but this is the chance to do it in these lesser events. It is.
1: You not fancy a little stab on uh, the, the 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 biggest hitter on planet Earth? Come on who's that? Welco. Cool.
0: Oh uh, no! I mean, I haven't <laughs> looked into I haven't looked into the field properly this week. I haven't I haven't given it the time of day just because it's a brand new course that we're looking at. Is um, it?
1: So He's about eighty to one. I've got him up here at Willie Hill. I uh, I, think okay. he's, I know he's so erratic, but he's so good to watch at times. of well, good about. Uh,
0: that's true. Um, yeah, he, um, he, he took the PGA tour by surprise, didn't he? When he uh, when he went over there and he was hitting it longer than Bryson. Um, but yeah, I haven't really looked into the course in Holland this week. Um, hence, obviously, why going in blind with just the cur- the f- current form picks. Um, but yeah. It, it could if, be wide open. It could for a, if, another new course.
1: If if you had a if you had a gun at my head and a, and you challenged me for a second one, it, I'm gonna probably say after Ben gb JB, JB Hansen.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good driver of the golf ball, isn't he? Um. But yeah, it could be anything. We've seen so many new courses this year on the European Tour, um, that it 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 hasn't it it hasn't become a bit of a joke, but i mean from a betting point of view um it has made it criminally hard for us it has Um that's why I've, I've really left it alone um these last couple of months um okay we've got a good end of the year coming up which i'm excited for um but these events i'm, I'm happy to leave them alone majority um and, and put my time into the bj tour i do um jeff do you do you, do you keep an eye much on the european tour stuff
2: uh yeah, I mean I keep an eye, I'm not gonna lie though, this field, you know, this thing oh, gets it's, thin yeah. um quickly. But I enjoy it. It's on very early in the mornings here, sometimes up with the kids. Uh my most like hardcore European tour days was when I had absolute newborns. Cause I'm putting like those late hours and literally like just that's when I was a European tour savant. Uh, you know, and watching it a ton. I like the way Sharma's playing. Uh, you mm. know, he's slowly yes. coming back into form. 30 to 1, though, it seems like a hard one to swallow, but you do see the names and you're not really afraid of much. And I, I mean, Sam Horsefield seemed like there oh, wasn't an event oh, that he didn't oh. attend. And I'm not saying I'm picking him, but <laughs> it seems Horsfield. like if you bet Horsefield, it seems like the guy goes to Sunday. Yeah. 70% of tournaments I mean like these European lower low like lower quality events it seems like he contends at a 70% clip yeah he attacks everything he does like you'll on um, Sunday morning it will be shorter than 16 to 1 I'm not saying that he's going to win or to bet him kind of but I do feel like by the time we get to the weekend he'll be shorter because he's contends in all these types of things
1: Oh no, Jimmy! No Sam Horsfield. It's too oh, that's short. That's I'm not serious. saying to bet him. You know, I, I agree with Horsfield. I'd rather,
2: I'd rather bet Horsfield at a much stronger field with a much better number than yeah. a really bad field and like a co-favorite number. I I totally yeah. agree because if you like, I do believe that he can can get hot. Huh, I don't know. Am I stepping into an anti-Horsfield zone?
0: You you oh, you, oh, are with, no. you are you are Craig, no. mate i You are all, you all with Kraheek.
2: Um, I don't like I like I have I'm indifferent. I just see it on TV. It looks like a really good player. <laughs> no, he is a very good player. It's just so
1: fucking frustrating to back.
2: Oh yeah, he's sort of like like uh like Scheffler. Oh he just when he's just when he's contending, the, it that's when it all ends. Yeah, he loves to fall in that, a seven seven.
1: Yeah. Uh, right, you sorry, you want me to quickly rattle off my two. I've, I've uh sixty-six and hundred and twenty-five.
0: Yeah, you crack on mate, yeah. All right. Right. First
1: one uh, first one I like the look of, he's had a really good season in all honesty. It's Maverick Ancliffe at uh sixty-six to one. He's just yeah. he's 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 had a very he's had a really good year. Uh the highlight obviously being when I, when he placed for me at ninety to one when he was second at the Canary Islands Championship, which Higgo won at about 100 under. Um, uh, uh, And also 11th at the European Open. Uh, Recently, 65th at the European Masters, 29th at the Czech Masters, 35th at the Kazoo Classic, 26th at the ISPS Handa World Invitational, 40th at the Kazoo Open. Twenty eighth at the Irish Open, with a missed cut at the Scottish Open. Uh, I mean, he's, make, he's making the weekends uh, kind of like Horsfield. field is making the weekends frequently. Um, he's one of the he's one one of the or if not the best ball striker on the tour, and um, consistently, he's one of the best iron players on the tour for sure. Uh, consistently ranks. Consistently ranks inside the top top thirty, top forty for approach play every single week. T.T. Green is solid off the tee is quite he's solid as well. It's just it's just on the putting green that that, that kind of gives me the fear. A bit like Greo, he's a ball striking machine, but just can't really putt. Mm, I get that, but he's a player I really like, and just I think in this kind of field. I think 66 on a guy that's had a good season as uh, um, and a ball striking demon. I just think that's a pretty good. Uh, I would say it's one of the more value numbers. I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. I say when you got Thomas Peters at twelve to one, you know what I mean. It, it, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Good value. Yeah.
1: And the last one, um, all the challenge to die. Hards will know an awful lot about this guy he, he's had one of the most consistent years on the Challenge Tour uh, he's, a, he's a fellow Scot as well, 125 to 1 I really like this boy um, on the Challenge Tour uh, he's been phenomenal this year um, he's had a, a whole host of top 10 finishes a whole host of top 25 finishes he won it. He won in Sweden in May um, on the Challenge Tour. Uh, uh, he finished. Uh, he finished three tournaments in a row in South Africa uh, in May as well. Before the win, eighth, fourteenth, and fifty-fourth at the Austrian Open, uh, which John Catlin won in the Europe. Uh, he was twenty-third uh, back in Scotland at the Hero Open, which uh, Grant Forrest won. Uh, Also on the European Tour, so on. The last two starts on the European Tour, um, he has finished 23rd, which for a player that's on the Challenge Tour is pretty impressive, I think. His current form, he's missed a few cuts, but uh, missed cut, thirty-six, fifth missed cut, missed cut, and 23rd at the Hero Open. Mm. With the 5th place finish, with the first place finish only a few weeks ago at the BNL Challenge Trophy in the
0: Netherlands. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah, a bit of an angle in there.
1: Yeah. So in so in two, the Netherlands on different tours. Fifth at the European um, at the BNL Challenge Trophy, uh, on the Challenge Tour, and in 2018, 25th at the. Baroque Pulder International Open on the Pro Golf Tour, so it, 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 it kind of shows to me that he kind of likes the country. Um, yeah. He's a very good, very good off the tee player. He's good tee to green. Tee to green is solid. Approach play is solid. It's just I think he's a solid player, and at that kind of price range, why not chance a player like Craig Howie um that as I said before, on his last two European tour starts as finished twenty-third and twenty-fourth. So yeah. I mean, take it with a pinch of salt, but he's had a great year and I quite like the number to be honest.
0: Yeah, I get that completely. Um sorry to push you, obviously we obviously it just looking at the time now. Um yeah. Jeffy, you just want to uh Recap over your um your picks for the Fortinet this week, um, if you don't mind.
2: Yeah, no worries. Uh, Charlie Hoffman, I'm gonna bet Maverick McNeely. Yeah, i bet Tyler Pendrith. Sorry, Hoffman and McNeely um seem like the only two in front of a hundred. Although you made a great case for Revi, and I like Perez. So those are the guys in front of a hundred, um that have my eye. And when I start my card at forty-five to one, um, it just allows me to maybe use the same amount of total units but bet more bodies, and I'm gonna use yeah. that money to throw some darts. I mentioned Swaf Daddy. I mentioned Fortelli. Uh, you you made the case for Luke Liss, so that's sort of where where my head is 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 at. Nice.
0: Um, I mean. Craig, do you, want, do you want to just crack over yours quickly? Um, in America,
1: yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so I've I've went with two two below fifty to one for the first time in a while, but two yeah. that I'm pretty confident in with current form and obviously course form in the past. Uh, Kevin now nah, twenty two to one. I know it seems short, but the way he's playing, he's got yeah. got to be up there again. And Cameron and Champ, former winner of this, and just yep. started to play better stuff, and recently had the win at forty to one. I think he's a fair price. Kennedy Shafi Barnrat, the way he's playing just now is, I think he's playing unreal just now, and I've chanced him at hundred to one. I think that's fair. Uh, Tom Hoagie, uh, for his last couple of starts, and he's played a few, uh, a few good tournaments in California, a hundred to one. And one of your all favorites, Hank Lebioda, who I think is a, a, a good lefty, upcoming at
0: 150. Nice, I say. Good, good card and a good opportunity to uh, make some money this week. I think. Um, I'll just finish sure, up.
1: And Austin Batista, if he makes it in.
0: But if he makes it in, yeah, I don't think he will. Uh, but say he had a good run at it, um, but I think yeah. he just fell a little short, unfortunately. Shame. Um,
1: Shame because we absolutely love the kid, but.
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, one to watch definitely. Um, my five this week, um, Emiliano Grillo for 50s, uh, Ches 55s, um, Doug Gim at 60s, um, Luke List at 110, um, and Cam Percy at 175. Um, look, Jeff, I say we really appreciate you coming on this week, mate. I mean, I know we've took nearly two hours out of your time, um. It's uh, we really we really appreciate it. We do, mate. Um, and I know you you know I mean you you are a big name on Twitter. You know what I mean you're a household name. Um, I, yeah we, we appreciate you coming on a small podcast like this. I do.
2: No, I love chatting golf. Enjoyed chatting with you guys and um, hit me up later in the season. We'll do it again.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, oh,
2: fantastic. And, and, just, yeah, uh,
0: especially cheers. if uh, if you, if you get the win as well. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's mandatory. All that's the it. best
2: boys. Thanks for having Yes,
0: me. no no worries. Um and I say, are you are you on um with the I know we're we're shouting odd Checker again, but are you are you there with the odd Checker preview this week? Are you?
2: Yeah, that should be out um around lunchtime on the uh oh. lunchtime on Eastern Standard Time. Tuesday, that should be up. That's
0: lovely stuff. So those Um, will be my
2: final decisions, but I expect to sort of it'll be maybe a smaller list of the exact same names that I discussed here.
0: Yeah, that's great. So we'll we'll keep an eye out for that. It's always a good read, it is. Um, And Craig, I say all best of luck, mate, again this week. Uh, Um, You
1: too. I need to I need to get a good weekend. It's been a few weeks for me, well, picks wise. So I need to get back. Uh, as p- uh, well, pl- pl- pleasure as always, uh, Jamie and yeah, Jeff absolute privilege, mate, and welcome back on any time.
0: Hundred percent, yeah, I I, I I echo that, and I'm sure he will do. Um, thanks again, mate. As I say, um, to all the all, all the listeners, I think thanks for listening again. Um, or we'll be on again same time next week. Um, see you later, mate. Yeah, see you later, Jamie. Yeah, see you,
2: mate.
0: Bye
1: like